Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Good Monday evening and welcome to another edition of the Redskins Perspective. Presented by the Sideline Junkies and sponsored by Anchor FM. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Piloting the mothership. Solo for now, but I'm getting ready to uh swing down this sweet chariot and uh pick my man BJ up, who's on location as he is during the week. But before I swing down, did an interview on Friday, the day after the Redskins game. They lost uh to the Cleveland Browns preseason game number one. Can't hold too much stock in it. But did an interview with a friend of the show. No, 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 no. A family member of the show. And his name is Keith Slidell. Y'all heard me reference him as Mr. Sly. Uh, you know, we butt heads and, and, and things like that as Redskin fans do. But him and Professor Lucky are two of <laughs> the ones that have the 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 wherewithal, the 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 knowledge and the realist. And I can't forget about my man, A.A. Ron. I ain't forget about you either, brother. They're realists when it comes to the Redskins. And it's a few others. I can't name everybody. But before we go get BJ, y'all check out that interview. And I'll be back on the other side of that with BJ. So stay tuned and check that out. Coming to you live on a Friday night. Got my main man here with me. Wanted I talk about an awful lot for various reasons, but I call him Mr. Sly, but his name is Keith Slidell. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies Redskins Perspective, brother. How everybody doing today, man? What's up, Kev? How you doing? Good, man. I'm good. Um, First off, uh, tell everybody about yourself, man. Uh, You know, born and raised Redskins fan, you know, ever since I was young, my dad always, that's all I did with him was watch skins. Diehard fan, but I'm a realist at the same time. You know, I keep it real when I need to. You know, sometimes a lot of a lot of Redskins fans doesn't, you know, they don't want to hear that, but a lot of things I have to say, but, you know, I try to be real, you know. I try not to be a fanatic, you know, but sometimes it's hard to, but, <laughs> you know. Well, I will say this, <laughs> and I've been giving you lots of praise. Mm-hmm. When you told me about Cam Sims and I just started watching him, yeah. Oh my God. Man. That's my thing. This is the man that has told me about Cam Sims, and I have to give him his props while he's right here. Oh. Dude, we I talk, I mess you all the time about personnel decisions. That yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that right there, man, you were spot on. And he hasn't let me down. All we need him to do is stay healthy and he can be a valuable number one. That's all we need. He can stay healthy, man. He's gonna be dangerous, man. You know, a lot of people don't know him too much, but like, let him, you know, let him give him a chance. Give him a chance. Well, right now it was last night, but everybody listens to this recording. It'll be last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but your thoughts on last night's game? I mean, as a Redskins fan, as a realist, your thoughts on last night's game? Um. All right. You know. Super excited, you know. Football is back, you know. what I'm saying preseason. I love preseason. People say I don't watch preseason football. Y'all crazy, man. You you get to evaluate each position, rookies, some veterans. Like preseason is very important. You need preseason, especially for the rookies. And you could tell last night, man. But um, my evaluation about yesterday, um, it was kind of hard to evaluate too much because I didn't see too much. Um, I you know. I had I had a couple personal, you know, people that I like and that, you know, the others I was like, okay, what are they doing? But overall, uh, I need to see more. I'm be honest with you, K. I need to see more, man. I need, I, I'm waiting for Thursday game against the Bengals, man, because I didn't see enough, man. Like, this is the first game. I guess people, rookie still, you know, nervous or whatnot. But I, I didn't see too much to really get a good evaluation. But certain players definitely stood out to me, though. I got- that, that's a great segue. That's my next question. Who stood out to you? Man. 
If you watched the game yesterday, everybody seen Big Jimmy Moreland, man. That 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 surprised me. That surprised me a lot. Um, man, what do you have? Two two forced fumbles. Uh, uh-huh. Let me see. Two pass deflections too. I was like, oh my goodness! Like, who's this guy? Like, they was talking like he's been the talk of of training camp and mini camp. But like to see him live was like crazy, man. You know he. He stood out definitely to me. Um, uh, also, uh, I liked um, uh, Casanova McKenzie, the linebacker. Um, he 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 did pretty good yesterday too. Like he he kind of surprised me too. They they had one uh, formation where they put him on the line, the defensive line, and he got to. I don't I don't think it was um, uh, Baker Mayfield, but it was the second string quarterback. But he got to him really fast. I was like, yo, we need you know some 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 fast defensive ends or like linebackers, man. He kind of he he did he was all over the ball yesterday. I was impressed with him. Um, let me see who else. Uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins impressed me too, though. Like I, you know, I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk. Though. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You, you do your thing. <laughs> this is your time to shine because I, I wanted to hear what you had to say about Dwayne Haskins because a lot of people outside of you and I and same Redskin fans. Are calling him a bust off of two quarters because he threw two picks, Yo. and I'm like, are you calling him a bust off a preseason game? Oh yeah, this is vanilla. That's crazy. Uh, he has just... a, he has a lot of upside, man. Like his pocket presence is really good. He made rookie mistakes. I mean, all rookie, you know, like people gotta understand, man. You, this is his first NFL start, man. It's like, he, what, what do you expect him to do? Like, this is his first NFL game, preseason game, like. Like, come on, man. Like, what I saw, like, that first that first pass, that 27-yard pass, like, I'm like, yo, this dude has an arm, man. And he's pretty accurate, too. Like, he put it on the money. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and he's – people don't give him a lot of credit, man. He's faster than what people say he is, man. Like, I don't know if you see a couple of those scrambles he did, but, like, uh-huh. he can get out that pocket, man. Um, A couple – a couple. let me see. A couple of the sacks, you know, that was blown blocking from, from P, uh, P. Ryan. I don't know what P. Ryan did on that play. Like he didn't even block him. Like he just let the dude come right through. Uh, over, over, overall, man, he looked like a rookie yesterday. You know, but I, he has a lot of upside to me. I, I think he's going to get better each preseason game. <clears throat> I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. And back to what you were saying about Jimmy Moreland, and he's already he was known as a ball hawk down at uh, James Madison. Yeah, and that's what his nickname is now. Doc Walker gave him the nickname. He said he is known as Ball Hawk from now on. They say he's picking off everybody in camp. Yeah, I, I heard that too. Yep. Um, I mean, we we've been weak at the corner for quite some time. I think this secondary to go with that front seven we got. The defense may be the talk of the town. It may it may be yeah. capital punishment all over again. Yeah. I so agree. we shall see about that now. As a Redskins fan, as a realist, okay. Overall record prediction at the end of the season. What we going to do? This is I want this <laughs> take take last night's game out of your out of your brain. Yeah, yeah, we are not even going to talk about that. No, no, no. no. Before no. you seen last night game, what, what was your prediction? Um, honestly, I would say no more than um, either five and eleven or six and ten. That's 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 just me just saying that because of the uh, the lack of uh, receivers, you know. We have, and uh, the whole thing with Trent Williams, like we're gonna be, we're gonna, we're gonna be in trouble, man. We're gonna be in trouble without Big Trent, man. We call him mm-hmm. Silverback, yeah, the Silverback. We're gonna be in trouble if he doesn't play. We're we're, we're gonna be in trouble, man. You want to know something funny? I think this is the first time since I've known you that you're low and I'm high. <laughs> say five and eleven, uh, six and ten. I'm actually shooting at eleven and five. I'm saying, I'm saying only reason why I'm saying eleven and five because of what Dallas has going on, yeah. and with a uh, Zeke. Okay. No matter what anybody says, they need Zeke. Numbers don't lie. Definitely. Um, Definitely. I really don't believe in the Giants. That's number number two. Number three, the Eagles might be the only competition we have. I think so. Yep. In the division, but I think we can beat them because they went with uh, Carson Wentz. And Wentz can't stay healthy, but it's no Nick Foles behind him. Yeah, true. 
So that's why I say 11 and 5. I think everything's going to fall into place. Plus, they got to go 11 and 5 if Jay Gruden want to keep his job. So. That is true. Because <laughs> he's on the hot, hot seat. They said, they said, man, if he don't, if he don't get us to the promised land this year, man, that's it. Yep. All right. One more red skin question. Well, uh-huh. topical red skin question. Give me two players that you, you, you got your eye on uh, this preseason and pretty much the rest of the season and the rest of camp, uh, one offense and one in defense. Okay, one one uh, one defense. I, I didn't see – I don't think Montez Sweat played yesterday. I don't know why he didn't play. Like, I was kind of upset about it. I wanted to see him. I, I really think he's going to be uh, the, 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 two, the two from Ryan Kerrigan, man. Like, if it ain't Ryan Kerrigan getting the sack, it's going to be Sweat, I think. Um. I'm give you, can I give you one more defense? Go ahead, go ahead. Yo, Tim Settle. I forgot. I wanted to mention Tim Settle too, man. I, I think I mentioned him to you before, like last season. Yeah, they, don't give him one, they, they do not give him enough playing time during the regular season. He needs to be in there on third downs, man. Because like he's a big body. Yes. Yeah, he's a big body. He take up space, but he sheds blocks beautifully. Yes, yes, man. Like on third and like third and two, where you know they're going to run, man, throw big Tim Settle in the middle, man. Like he's going to, man, he, he did good yesterday too. He, he, he did really good yesterday, but um, offensively, um, um, Darius guys, man, I'm 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 curious to see what he do next game. He didn't play yesterday, which I figured he wouldn't play, but I, I want to yeah. see. I know he's going to play Thursday uh, against Cincinnati. I know he's going to play Thursday. I want to see him, man. I want to see him stay healthy and play. You know, and see what you know, because what we saw last year, like that, it was like two plays before he got hurt, uh-huh. maybe. Man, that first run when he stiff arm got, I'm like, all right, this dude's gonna be nice. I I gotta see, I gotta see it, man. What 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 the hype is, man? Cause I don't know yet. I can't I can't hype up a player I haven't seen show anything on the field. You know, he did good in college, but that's college. This is the pros. So I want to see Darius guys offensively, and um, also Camp Sims. You know, that's my man right there. I really, Most I, I really feel like he's the sleeper pick. Now he's I can say pick, but he's the sleeper person on the skins. Offensively, receiver. So, okay. Before we get up out of here, mm-hmm. uh, number one, favorite Redskins player of all time, uh, Sean Taylor. Definitely, man. It, it hurt me. It hurt me bad, man. When he when when he passed, man. Like can't go wrong. Can't, <laughs> you you know? can't go wrong with that. Man, it's like every year, like he got better every year, man. That like that year, what he had like what three picks. Uh, yeah, it was. It may it have been four. Yeah, like early. It was like maybe four week four week. Four. It was early in the season. And man, he but was. On he the, was killing it. He was killing it, man. It's like every year he got better. I, he he's probably my favorite wrestler of all time. To be honest with you, man. You know. All right, number two. Mm-hmm. Most memorable Redskin game you ever been to or watched? Um, let me see. <laughs> you know what's my favorite Reds game? The RG, the RG 2012 Thanksgiving game. When 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 RG went off, man. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I look. I can't even doubt that because that right there alone it shut a lot of people's mouths. Man, a lot of people were scared. Man, they were scared. Like this dude, the truth. Like, hold up, man. Like they they got something here, you know. And that that I remember that game. It was Thanksgiving Day, I think. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving Day. Yep. Yeah. Man, he just made it look too easy, you know. And I was like, all right, this is definitely one of the best risky moments that I've seen so far, especially against Dallas. You know, I always want to yeah. like blow them out all the time. <laughs> now, last but not least, speaking of Dallas, I know for a fact the missus told me you said you're going to the game, man. And I want to know, will you come back? After that game, I want to know about the atmosphere. I want to know what you felt being there because for us being Redskins fans and seeing a game against our rival, win, lose, or draw, but the atmosphere is different than when you're playing somebody like Cleveland, somebody like Cincinnati. Right. Because we literally hate Dallas. Yes. So promise me this. Once that game's said and done, uh, the very next Redskin perspective after that game, because what's that, week two? Yeah, week two, the home opener, actually. All right. So right after that, 
I need to have you back. And I need to know what you felt. I need inside information. Because that right there is, the, number one, it's a dream come true. That, that, that is what that is. And, brother, I, I, I just want you to go in there and hopefully, hopefully, it's 95% burgundy and gold. And they put their little BS section behind a cowboy bench, right, right, right. all Dallas fans. <laughs> and you know, let them be right there. But let them know they're in enemy territory. Definitely. I hear you. So. And one thing I want to say about that, shout out to wifey too, man. That's, that's my birthday is that Saturday. And she she got me she got me out the way that Sunday. I've never been to a Redskin Cowboys game. This would be a first. I just heard like the atmosphere is crazy, you know, for that robbery. So it's just you know, so I'm gonna shout out to her too, man. Cause she 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 didn't have to do that, you know. But it's about, it's about to be a good birthday for me, especially if we win. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's talk about good birthday, bragging rights. Right, exactly. All that, <laughs> all that in one. All in one. <laughs> yeah. So. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Oh, no problem, man. On, but I know for a fact, I, I got you. I ain't even putting you down in pencil. I'm putting you down in pen. I, I believe it would probably, if that's Sunday, we probably probably do a little recording Monday. Mm-hmm. And we, we do a little something. And, then, you know, you let me know what you thought. Because seeing the game from the stadium is a lot different than seeing it on TV because you can see a lot more developed. Right. So I, I, I want you to like go in there and enjoy yourself, and uh, what did they make sure you you get some Ben's chili bowl too. Get you a, a half smoke with a little chili on this chili cheese fries. Yeah, too. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try that, man. I, I you know I, I ain't a big fan of Ben's chili bowl, but I'm gonna try it. It was it was a while ago. I'm gonna try it again though. I'm gonna try it again. You know what? I, I wish <laughs> they still made it the same way because things change. We, mm-hmm. we we get old and, and things change, but. If it was the same way, you'll fall in love with it. But <laughs> <sighs> that's another show for another time. But I do thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's it. Jump back yeah, into man. the yeah, live. Appreciate it. Appreciate uh, being on here too, man. You know, I listen in. You know, especially when we talk Redskins, I definitely want to listen in and see what you guys say because I'm I'm very interested in what you say, Ken. Some you sometimes sometimes you show your fanatic side, and sometimes you, you you're mostly a realist. So I give you that. Your, your your fanatic side come out too sometimes. So I listen in to see what you're talking about. Uh I definitely uh thank you for having me on here. Um I'm definitely gonna hit you up after that game though. Oh, most definitely. Yes. I hope you do. And yeah. you talk about fanatic side last Redskins perspective episode. Yeah, my fanatic I got emotional, dog. Yeah, talk I, about Trent. I'm here. I got emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to dial it back, but I couldn't, so <laughs> All right, that's it from this side. Catch y'all on the next side. Right. As promised, the sweet chariot has swung down. Picked up BJ. Like I said, man, more like a bus. But (laughs) it's all good. Um, Live on location on my lunch break. Had to to join KG tonight. I've tried to negotiate with the crickets and stuff in the background, but they just not having it. They outnumber me. It was a very, very short negotiation. And here I am podcasting with KG with crickets in the background. Hopefully it's not too annoying for you guys. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I enjoy it because I'm a country boy, so. Well, but, I know you do. Yeah. Open the windows, man. That's good, good noise to sleep by. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This... This is that just that you know it's peaceful. You hear this, you know you're somewhere where you could just sit down and not think about anything and just look up at the sky. There's, there's no better feeling. Well, first off, before we get started, I want to thank Keith again for his interview Friday. Uh, just powerful and just I, I enjoyed it wholeheartedly. I enjoyed doing it and then to go back and listen to it again. So that was just great. Hey man, we, we keep telling y'all we, we are we're a podcast of the people and we welcome anybody and everybody. We're not looking, we're not experts. We we we'll tell you this anytime, twice on Sunday. We're yeah. fans, and this is this is our view, our opinions on what's going on in the sports world. We don't get paid for this. 
You know, this is just pure enjoyment for us. So, yeah, we, we welcome any and everybody, you know, hey, grab an Anchor account. It's very simple. And join us on a show. You want to talk Redskins, let's talk Redskins. You want to talk Cowboys, we can talk Cowboys. You want to talk Nationals, we can talk that too. So, yeah. But tonight, we talking all Redskins. Now, first, we're going to kind of sort of gloss over Thursday night's game. And I know, B, you, 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 you said it. It was the first preseason game, and everybody's all up in a tizzy. They are. They are, and it's and the tizzy's about Dwayne Haskins being overrated, this, that, and the other. And we posted a picture to the uh, Sideline Junkies Instagram, and I believe it gets posted to our Facebook page. And him and Peyton Manning, almost identical first preseason game in their career. So I don't take too much from a, a first preseason game. Um, we know he has talent. My My question has always been, can the Redskins get to his ceiling? Can they develop that talent? Can they put the people around him that's needed to make him into the superstar he can be? I mean, because if you go back and look at Ohio State days, what he what was it, 50 and 12 touchdowns and interceptions? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, he knows how to get the ball in the end zone. He has McLaurin on, his, on the squad. So that's chem, instant chemistry. So I'm not too worried about – I'm not worried. Let me say not too worried. I'm not worried about Dwayne Haskins at all. What about you, KG? No, I'm not. I'm I'm not worried about him at all because he he's got a a great mindset. And I talked to Professor Lucky earlier, and what he's what Dwayne Haskins said was, I don't want to make the same mistake twice. So I'm you know I'm I'm looking out. That right there, that's the great mindset. You know you're going to make mistakes, but just don't make it a habit that you're making the same mistakes. That right there shows me that he's head and shoulders above the others. And, and, and I mean, when you say mis- – was it – I believe it was – was it Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, Ed Reed baited for? Uh, 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 Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. If you go back and look at that story, okay, you know great, great ones, great players do not make mistakes twice. You have to trick them into making mistakes. This man played a certain coverage the wrong way on tape so he because he knew Peyton Manning would be looking at it, and he knew how much of a pro Peyton Manning is and how professional he was and how, how obsessed he was with film. That's how, ladies and gentlemen, you – it starts it, – it, 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 your, your, your product goes to the field, but it starts in that film room, okay? Every baited Peyton Manning to one interception. We're not talking about he picked him off 50 times in his career. He did all this for one interception because he knew Peyton Manning would be looking a certain way. And what I'm saying is it's preseason one, ladies and gentlemen. Calm down, Okay. The boy hasn't even. This is the first live bullets he's seen. It's it's just not. It's not that serious. We know he has talent. We know he has an arm. It, 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 he didn't even have first string receivers out there. True that. And and to piggyback off that, I I feel like Aaron Rodgers when he said a couple of years ago, relax, relax. Exactly. Exactly. Now. Now that we got the Dwayne Haskins thing out the way, almost, I do have a problem with preseason one game. Because you know what my problem is? What's that? Is that I want to know why certain players weren't playing. Because to me, the way certain players were were sitting around with no pads on, you would have thought they had the number one ranked defense. I, I remember this defense getting gashed last year specifically on the ground. So I want to know why the defensive line wasn't playing. I want to know why the receivers weren't playing. I kind of understand Doxon because if he's still having issue with his heel, okay. But this team wasn't in the NFC Championship last year. This team has a lot to prove. And 
they looked unpolished. For, even for a preseason game, they looked unpolished and unprepared. Am I, am I too far off, or what do you think? No, I think you're absolutely right. I, it's just, I mean, they, they, they came out flat, but I know you keep it vanilla when it comes to preseason. You got to keep it vanilla. You don't want to tip your hand and, and let everybody see, but it just looked like they were flat from what I seen. But it's, 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 a, it's a line from keeping it vanilla to drawing up. Did you see Cleveland come out on a first series striking? Mm-hmm. Let's strike. Let's strike. Let's go 100. percent This first series, y'all gonna get anywhere between six and ten reps. You know, if you make it in the end zone, fine. If not, this this y'all only series. Okay, I go back to a preseason game a couple of ga- uh, years ago against, I think it was uh, Buffalo, where Kirk Cousins and the boys were into almost the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was an early and game. Wasn't that was like second preseason game? It was either the second or third preseason game. I want to say. So, yes, preseason is preseason. It's to iron out some wrinkles, but it, it looked like it's some lumps in there. You can't get the lumps out with you gotta you gotta work those lumps out with your hand first. Uh-huh. The iron ain't gonna get the lumps out. The iron's gonna get the wrinkles out. Right now, I think they got lumps and wrinkles, and and for me, I'm just baffled. And I was baffled a couple years ago when Buffalo pulled their starters. I'm like, ho 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 ho. Okay. You're talking about an offense that's ranked the bottom of the league. They need all the reps they can get. I understand you're going to be put to the fire if somebody gets hurt, and you're going to be put to the fire like I'm doing now if if you're not playing them. But all the problems this offense had last year, I expected to see the first unit receivers out there for at least a series or two. With Case Keenum should have got a series with the first team. Haskins should have got a, a series with the first team. Then you pull him because that's your quarterback um, race right there. Colt McCoy, great guy. He knows the offense. He's not going to win you ball games. Not as a starter, no. Coming no, off the not, bench, yeah. Coming off, yeah. Coming off the bench to 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 plug for you know anywhere from two to six games. If you run your base office with him, he just does. You know, he, it's. The guys that are going to win your games is number eight and number seven. So for the first team not to be out there, because we hit, you're missing first. I just didn't understand it, KG. I'm looking at it. I understand it's preseason, but this team has so much at stake. They, they've been the bottom of the barrel. Jay Gruden is supposedly on the hot seat, which I doubt. I mean, I can't even – as much as I, I, I've been on Jay Gruden, I can't even – why put him on a hot seat? You, he lost his quarterback last year. <laughs> the, the superstar tight end has been hurt the last couple of years. You can't – you haven't got a full season out of anybody here, which goes into our next next topic. Yeah. Trent Williams. Wow. Let's just say uh... – we 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 talked about this weeks and weeks and weeks, and it first it was say you were wrong, say you were wrong. <laughs> it was money. <laughs> then it was the training staff, but this is something that's not. Uh, this is not new. We know that the training staff is trash here. We, we've said that – you and I have said that off air. We've said it to each other. Why are so many people getting hurt? And now, what is this? We've, all, we've already had one preseason game, okay? Listen to this. Casey Dunn, IR. Ruben Foster was a freak accident, IR. Uh, Danny Johnson's on the active, but he's on the pup list. Garrett Sickles, IR. Josh Woodrum, IR. Something's not right. I wish you could have. I, w- I wish I'd known you was going to do that. And I would have asked you to look around. Just pick random teams. Go ahead. And see how many people they had on their IR right now. Right now. Okay. I mean, you go ahead and you take it over. But uh, Sewell Cravens came out and said he knows what uh, Trent Williams is going through. And 
when I first seen it, I was like, you know what, Sua, you bitter. But then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Eh. Okay, now I went to Tennessee. Cameron Batson, IR. DeAndre Walker, IR. That's it. Two. Okay. That's- what about go 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 to uh go to New England? All right, New England. And, and and I'm gonna talk for a second about Sua Cravens. I saw the same report. I, I read some of his tweets. And yes, you can you can say he's bitter. A lot of people, you can take what he says with a grain of salt because a lot of people feel like he's a quitter. Um, so, but at the same token, what I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, when this Trent Williams story broke, it's like you have to listen to it. Yeah. You, you have to listen to it. Something's wrong. We've been saying for a while for the last, mainly let's just say three seasons, why are so many people on IR here? <laughs> I I think even Doc and B Mitch says something about it on 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 nine eighty. Like, what is going on? It's, I I want to say Doc. I want to say Doc said something because it was one of the years a lot of offensive linemen went down, and it, and he wanted he he just said, "What is going on? Are they not training right? Are they not prepping right? Something is wrong. If the same position is going down constantly." Is technique wrong? Something is wrong. You know something? And, and to back up a little bit, New England has nobody on IR. Only, I mean, uh, Julian Edelman is a non-football injury. Uh, Kajuice, which is an off, uh, offensive tackle, non-football injury. Cameron Meredith, Demarius Thomas are all active, but on the pup. And of course, Josh Gordon is suspended. They have nobody on the IR. But that's interesting. We're going we're gonna to have to look through. I want to look through the league and just see how many people are on the IR on other teams compared to the Redskins. It would just, I just want to just want to compare this because it's something it's something that we have to keep tabs of now because injuries are ravishing this team. But I'm starting to think. You know, it's okay. You got strength and conditioning, and your athletic training. Now, I remember a point in time, an old school trainer, uh, who's actually in the Redskins Ring of Fame, Bubba Tyre. Nobody got hurt with Bubba. I mean, you got hurt, you got Nick, you know, normal stuff, but it wasn't like this. But mm-hmm. I had a gentleman say something to me last week. He said, "Look at the offensive lineman now." Those guys are 300-plus pounds, but it's all from the thighs up. He said, look at their calves. He said, most of the guys that are offensive linemen now, their calves are so small. They're small like uh, like, like, like basketball players. They used to be big like tree trunks to support all the weight. And these guys are going down with ankle injuries and, and, and leg injuries because they're trying to support all that weight, bad knees. And I said, man. You're absolutely right. Now, you got those offensive linemen that come from Nebraska, Alabama, Oklahoma, you know, the Midwest schools where they treat you real good and they make you do nothing but run and work out, and it's nothing but country workouts. Those guys are huge, but they're uh, uh, proportioned well from bottom of their feet to the top of their head. They're huge, but when they take their pads off, you can't tell that's a 300-pound lineman because he's cut up. That's the problem that we're having. It's it's got to be something about the weight training, the technique, uh, uh, the doctors. It's something wrong. It's been going on for five years now. There's a problem. I think it's a combination of all. I think it's a combination of everything. And, you know, right now the report is Trent Williams not going to suit up for the skins. He refuses to. And, and a lot of it was – the training staff. So it's just like you said this, like if that's the issue, you know, go talk to Trent and figure out. I, I think it's beyond repair at this point. Yes. I, th- I think, and I'm, I'm finally coming to the point where I'm saying that, but, and it's a lot of he said, she said, but Trent ain't said. It is. That's the thing. Trent ain't said. Trent ain't said anything and the Redskins hasn't, haven't been 100% honest because they love that 100% because they came out and knocked out uh, the report 
a couple of week a week or so ago saying something was a hundred percent false. Right. And it turns out it's true. It turns out that it's true. And I don't even know at this point if Bruce Allen is having conversations with Trent Williams. I mean, you gotta take him for his word. I'm not gonna call a man a liar, but it's just like something is not getting relayed. And 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 this is kind of it's kind of looming over the Redskins organization. It was like they seem not to be a hundred percent forthcoming sometimes. So it's it's a tough situation. Um, and I was thinking earlier about Donald Penn. I think he said he talked to Trent Williams. Yeah. I guess to see if it was okay to to come here. And my thing is, look, you're a veteran in the league. He's is he thirty six. Yeah. 36, you're a veteran in league. I don't care what Trent Williams say. If I know, like my man Carlo Melo Anthony said, I heard from the grapevine, if I heard that the, the Redskins training staff is bad, the same problem Kawhi Leonard was having in San Antonio, he didn't trust the training staff anymore. And that was one of the selling points with him signing. He, he needed to know who was on the training staff, this, that, and other. If I know... They mistreated you and misdiagnosed you, and you're at arms about it and not want to play for the organization. I don't have to call you to see if I need to play for them. I'm not going to play for them. (laughs) I ain't going to be there. (laughs) Yeah, I I ain't going to be there. Yeah, hit hit him with a magic. I ain't going to be there. I don't have to talk to Trent Williams to figure out if it's okay to play for Redskins. Now, if he's saying, hey, man, you know, I need to come get this money. You know, I ain't trying to step on your toes. That's a different conversation than, hey. hey. Okay, so that's a different conversation than, hey, you know, how how is it in Washington? You know, should I come there? Because if, if Trent's having the problems, he's ain't going to say, hell no, don't come. But I think it was more of a law as a respect thing. Hey, man, you know, trying to, you know, extend my playing career. They called me, you know, are you cool with me signing? Yeah, bro, go ahead, get your money, man. I'm going to take care of me. That's a grown man conversation. Uh-huh. So I understand that. So, but I got to wrap it up. I got to get back to the iron horse with these, uh, with the six wheels. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, we got some more to talk about. When's the next preseason game? Uh, Thursday. It's a home, open, Thursday. Yeah, home preseason open to Thursday. Uh, okay. Of course, I don't have a schedule right in front of me. Uh, all right, it's all good. We but we need to come back. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, I know you got to go, but it, it's it's a terrible situation. And you know the things that are being leaked. They're saying the Redskins leaked uh, that they made appointments for Trent Williams and he didn't keep them. Like, what kind of bit of? I almost said something. They had him. What kind of bit of mess is that? You, yeah, you I mean, shots at him. Now I'm starting to get pissed off about that because you're taking shots at him and you're making the situation worse. Man, more to come, more to come on this saga. Um, I gotta, I gotta chime out, y'all. I gotta, I gotta check out. You go ahead. But uh, look for, look forward to me and KG coming to you with a video soon. We're gonna, uh, I think we're gonna take some of the Redskins' perspective to YouTube, Instagram, TV. So you can see the faces behind the sideline junkies, Redskins perspective. Right. And, uh, you know, I think it'll be a, a fun, you know, a fun little thing, man. We're we going to add some video to the sideline junkies. So look out for that. But I'm out of here. And I'm going on break. Always a pleasure. <laughs> so you finish <laughs> going back to work. I'm getting ready to take a break. We're going to hear some music and then we're going to come right back with Redskins Nostalgia and wrap it on up. All right, peace out, John. Stay tuned. Right back like we never live. So, we got Redskins Nostalgia. The year that was picked, 1972. This is the team's 41st year and 36th year in Washington, D.C., Trying to build off the previous season, which they made the playoffs for the first time in 26 years. That's something that a lot of us uh, Redskins fans, not even the younger ones, but 26 straight years of no playoffs. 
No winning records since 69. Yeah. We we, we don't know too much about that. <laughs> so that was a rough time to be a Redskins fan. Uh, George Allen was our head coach. Uh, second season. He took the Redskins to their first Super Bowl. Uh, team had missed the playoffs. The 50s. The whole 50s. All of the 60s. And in 72 won their first postseason game. In 29 years, 1943, and they pre- appeared in the first league championship game, the NFC championship game since 1945. Uh, of course, we know how it turned out um, going into the Super Bowl against the undefeated 16-0 and Miami Dolphins were still favorites. The Redskins were. They lost 14-7, which capped off Miami's undefeated season. Uh, the First, and as of right now, only fully undefeated season in NFL history. And the 1972 season was the first in which the team wore its current and primary logo, which features a Native American head on in a profile within a gold circle. So the logo they have now, they started wearing in 1972. But this season was a... Great season. I mean, think about the names you had on this roster. You had Sonny Jurgensen, who just hung up his headphones on, I believe it was Thursday. He hung up his headphones uh, from the radio booth, so we won't be able to hear Sonny on on, uh, on uh, the radio doing Redskin broadcast. So, hey, happy retirement, there, Sonny. Uh, you had Billy Kilmer, Sam Weish, who went on to become an assistant for Bill Walsh in San Francisco, head coach of the Bengals, took them to a Super Bowl, but Sam Weiss was a quarterback here. Uh, running back, the 1972 league MVP, uh, Burt Bell Award winner, AP NFL Player of the Year, Larry Brown. You had Charlie Harway at fullback. Uh, wide receivers, Boyd Dowler, former Packer, Roy Jefferson, former Colt, won a Super Both of those guys, previous, won Super Bowls. Boyd Dowler won two Super Bowls with Green Bay, first Super Bowls one and two. Roy Jefferson won uh, Super Bowl five with the Colts. Uh, Charlie Taylor, one of my favorite, favorite Redskin players of all time. You had Jerry Smith as your tight end. Uh, on the defensive side, you had Ron McDowell, Deron Talbot, Chris Hamburger, Jack Pardee, who was a future coach here in Washington. Uh, Pat Fisher, one of the roughest, toughest cornerbacks you'd ever see to be so small, could lay a lick on anybody, and would regularly check uh, Harold Carmichael, who was 6'8". <laughs> You had Richie Pettibone, future defensive coordinator and head coach here in D.C., Brig Owens, another Redskin legend, and the man that scored the only touchdown for the Redskins in the Super Bowl, which was Super Bowl Seven, Mike Bass. Uh, the Redskins finished 11-3 this 72 season. The only losses came, one-point loss in the third week to New England. Uh, lost to Dallas in week 13 and lost to Buffalo in week 14. I mean, they were dominant throughout the year. I mean, they beat the Cardinals fifth week. Now, mind you, no bye weeks. They beat the Cardinals 33-3, to uh, the Jets 35-17, Eagles 23-7. to They were dominant, very, very dominant. Um, go to the playoffs, divisional round. Face the Packers, beat the Packers 16-3. Go to the NFC Championship game, beat the Cowboys 26-3. And walk into Super Bowl Seven and pow, knockout punch. 14-7 loss out in Los Angeles, California. The uh, LA Memorial Coliseum uh, lost to uh, the Miami Dolphins. That game could have went so differently i swear it could have um it was a pass that uh billy kilman threw 
that hit this is when the goalpost sat on the goal line instead of the end line of the end zone they sat on the goal line uh billy kilman threw a crossing pass to jerry smith and it hit off the crossbar and went out of bounds that would have been a surefire touchdown because jerry smith was open uh you can go look it up and see the video of it it was just a, a game of missed chances and they shut down Larry Brown. And it's just like they couldn't really get going, per se. Uh, in that Super Bowl, the Redskins got more first downs than the Dolphins. 16-12. Uh, they couldn't convert on third down. They were 3 of 13 on third down. Uh, ran the ball 36 times for 141. Uh quarterbacks which i believe billy kilman was played the whole game he was 14 to 28 104 but they picked him off three times his qb rating was 19.6 and billy had an amazing amazing season where he was the nfl leader with touchdown pass he was tied for number one at 19 and nfl leader and passer rating 84.8 so this was an off game for him, uh, the Redskins dominated time of possession. Uh, only three penalties, 25 yards. <sighs> just, it, it just, it, it just, it didn't work out. It just didn't work out. I mean, they came into this game favored, I think, by seven or maybe nine, but it just didn't work out. So, but a successful season, still. Because anytime you make it to the Super Bowl, if you get there and you can build off that success, it's still a successful season because it's 30 other teams right now. If When you make the Super Bowl, it's 30 other teams sitting at home watching you. So if that's not a success, I mean, winning it is the ultimate success, but getting there is a success too. It's, it's a rough road getting there. And not to throw jabs at anything, but just to give praise BJ's Buffalo Bills in the 90s did it four years in a row. That road was tough. So, and it, it, it was only a first down here, a call there. At one point, a made field goal here. <sighs> Things would have been different for his Buffalo Bills. But that's Redskins nostalgia. But before we go, I'm going to keep it nostalgic, and I'm going I'm to talk about a player that uh, I don't understand why he's not in the Hall of Fame, or not even in the conversation. And I've said it once before, said it plenty of times. One of the inspirations for this show, and that's one, Brian Mitchell. Uh, numbers don't lie. And I'll say this. He's a pro, he made one Pro Bowl, three time first team All Pro, 91, 94, 95. He's one of the 70s greatest Redskins, 80 greatest Redskins, and he's a part of the Redskins Ring of Fame. Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 26. Now, here's where the, the numbers come in his NFL records combined kickoff and punt return yards, 19,013 yards. Combined kickoff and punt returns, 1,070. These are records that he has. Uh, punt return yards, 4,999. This is for career. Kickoff return yards, record, 14,014 for a career. This is These are records, records that he holds. And... Most rushing yards in the game by a player with three attempts or less, 105. On two attempts, January 10th, 2000. <laughs> but they're saying he's not Hall of Fame worthy. I think that's absolutely bull. It's absolute bull. Because these numbers don't lie. When you talk about all-purpose yards, he's number two in all-purpose yards. Number two, he has 
the most all-purpose yards in a single decade, 16,905. Okay? So anybody, anybody that tells me that Brian Mitchell is not Hall of Fame worthy because he didn't have a position, and I'm using air quotations here, I don't care. He was a punt returner, a kick returner, a running back, a quarterback. He was a return specialist. One of the best. And at one point in time, those guys that made the team by special teams were praised. How do you think Terrell Davis made the Broncos special teams? Uh, uh, Dante Hall was a special teamer that just kind of sort of got his shine, but he was a special teamer. Eric Metcalf, Mel Gray, Devin Hester. But everybody talks about Devin Hester being a, a Hall of Famer, but he was a special teamer. Okay? Let's not forget. So, to all the Hall of Fame voters, get your head out of your behind. Remember, this man is second on the NFL's all-time list in all-purpose yardage. 23,330. And he's 250 yards behind Jerry Rice. 250. Jerry Rice had a longer career. B. Mitchell only played 13 years. I think Jerry Rice played, what, 18? No, I'm lying. It may not have been 18. But let me me be sure. But get your thumb out of your butt. Stop being uh, uh, biased. Jerry Rice played 19 years. It was almost 20 if he have made the Broncos in 05. But he played 19 years, 85 to 2005, but 2004. And come on, come on. I can sit here and make this case all day long, but if you say that he doesn't have a, a, a position, he shouldn't make the Hall of Fame, uh, if I'm not mistaken, George Blanda and Ludato Groza didn't have positions. Now, George Blanda was a kicker, a quarterback. So, uh, Ludato Groza was an offensive lineman, uh, a kicker, a defensive lineman, if I'm not mistaken, for a little bit. Come on. It's not about the position. It's about the numbers. Always remember that. So, with that being said, I'm getting off my soapbox. Uh, I'm getting out of here. Thank you to again to one Mr. Keith Slidell. Uh pleasure having BJ on. Just talking Redskins, period. It's just a pleasure. So stay tuned. We'll be back. Our next episode will be the Tuesday night flight tomorrow night. So be ready for that. Stay tuned. Look out for it. I am the big guy KG. I am a sideline junkie. And I am out of here. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas. Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Junkies out.